Merry Christmas. I'm Charles Morris. And just before we open our program, I wanted to say thank you for your kind words, as well as your prayers and financial support. We heard from Dean in Mississippi, and he said he listens to Haven today on his one-hour commute to work. I enjoy listening to your program. Thank you for your commitment to spreading God's Word. Just wanted you to know people are listening. Well, Dean, it's good to know people like you are listening. Thanks for writing in. We'd love to hear from everyone, so I'll share our contact information in just a moment. But first, let's get started. Welcome to Haven Today at Christmas Time. It was a Christmas Eve in the 1870s, in the Franco-Prussian War. A firefight was raging between the French and German armies when a lone Frenchman stood up and began to sing a Christmas carol. Three verses of a holy night filled the darkness, and then with a pause, a German soldier stood up and began to recite words taken from a hymn by Martin Luther. From heaven above to earth, I come to bring good news. Glad tidings of great joy I bring. When he finished, guns were lowered, and for 24 hours, all through Christmas Day, both sides stopped their shooting. Isaiah prophesied that the Messiah would come and wars would cease. Nation will not lift up sword against nation, and never again will they learn war. For one blessed Christmas Day, it happened. A war ceased in the name of Jesus. But someday he will come again and all wars will cease. And on this haven today, I want to share with you the great story that's all about Jesus. From his first advent to his second, Jesus brings truth and grace, hope and peace to a world desperately in need. I'm Charles Morris, and we're in a series called Carols You Should Know. All last week, as well as all this week, we're exploring the stories behind the carols we sing this time of year and how some have been sung in interesting places, like that Christmas Eve in 1879, when a holy night stopped a war for a day. In a moment, I want to share more about the backstory of this hymn and how God has used it to proclaim the good news of Jesus. And later, we'll hear the entire song from our very own Haven Quartet. For decades, the Haven Quartet ministered and blessed people around the world. And this Christmas, we've opened our archives with 32 of the best Christmas carols that our quartet ever recorded. And we're making them available to you on the double CD album called The Best of Christmas by Haven. Mary, did you know know that your baby boy would one day walk on water, water. Oh, in a manger No crib for a bed God and 
Just a few of the 32 Haven Quartet songs from the best of Christmas by Haven. These familiar carols will warm your heart and help lead you to remember the true reason for the season, Jesus. Please call us after the program. Make your Christmas gift to the ministry at 800-654-2836. That's 865-HAVEN. Or go online. You can listen to some of the samples we have there from the CD set, and you can make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And a reminder, we're paying a little extra for faster shipping right now with the hope of getting it to you by Christmas. So would you please give a little above and beyond to help cover those costs? And just before our first song, a reminder about Little Pilgrim's Big Journey for your gift as well. This epic storybook retells John Bunyan's Pilgrim's progress in a way that both children and adults can better understand. Full of illustrations and bound in a cloth hardback cover, ask about it when you call or go online to see the illustrations and watch the video. And now from their Joy and Irish Christmas album, we open with the Gettys and Joy is Dawned, Angels We Have Heard on High. Shame. 
Combination of joy has dawned and angels we have heard on high. A traditional carol with an original song, Keith and Kristen Getty, here on this Haven today. I'm Charles Morrison. Thank you for joining me on this Tuesday. I said this as we began the program. This week we're in a series called Carols, you should know. Perhaps like me, you've sung these songs for decades but you don't really know the stories behind these carols. We began the program by remembering a special Christmas Eve in the 1870s in Europe when O Holy Night stopped the fighting for a day. Want to hear another story of how God has used this special carol? It was another Christmas Eve, but this time 1906. Back then, the only radios were wireless transmitters that picked up Morse code, a 33-year-old university professor, his name was Reginald Fessenden, was tinkering in his office on Christmas Eve and proceeded to do something that no one had done before. He broadcast a human voice across airwaves. Speaking into a microphone that he had rigged, Fessenden read Luke chapter 2 from his Bible. Those were the first words ever broadcast on radio. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. Everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house in the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Radio operators on ships and over wireless code transmitters across the seas were shocked. Many said later they thought it was a miracle, but a human voice was not all they heard. After this man named Fessenden finished reading from the Gospel of Luke. He picked up his violin and sat extra close to his microphone, and he played a Christmas carol, the first song ever played on a radio. Hey, Rudy! Hey, you guys, come and listen to this. A scene taken from a Canadian movie made about the life of Reginald Fessenden. The eyes of the sailors showed how special a moment that first radio broadcast truly was. A recreation of the very first time when A Holy Night was played on the radio. The same carol that stopped a battle was the first song ever played on the sound waves. Well, it has quite a history. 
The original version was in French, Cantique de Noël. But an American abolitionist heard it and translated it into English. John Sullivan Dwight was a minister and also a journalist during the Civil War. And he started teaching his English version everywhere he went. And it caught on in a big way. Union soldiers began to sing it as an anthem to the cause they were fighting. Chains shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. O holy night seems to have a particular power to touch us with the good news of Jesus. I saw it happen a couple of years ago in a mall. My wife, Janet, was watching a YouTube, and she said, I just had to come and see it. It was your typical mall, escalators, Christmas decorations, kids waiting to sit on Santa's lap, shoppers galore. But then this woman started to sing. You may know it's called a flash mob, and this one happened at the South Bay Galleria in Redondo Beach. That's in Southern California. The choir mingled with the shoppers. First, a single voice began to sing, Joyful, joyful, we adore thee. But then she was joined by more and more of the choir. The shoppers were shocked to have someone right next to them burst out in song, but before it was over, a lot of them were joining in. And the final carol was O Holy Night. Let all we 
The Haven Quartet singing O Holy Night, one of 32 classic Christmas carols we've put together in the Best of Christmas by Haven double CD album. Did you hear these words in that carol? Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. The weary world rejoices. What can make a weary world rejoice? It's not just the music of O Holy Night. It is the message that makes a weary world rejoice. It breaks into the trenches of war. It breaks into the materialism of a mall. It broke in on their shepherds that first Christmas night. You know the story. I'm sure the coming of the Lord was as far from their minds as it was for most people in a shopping mall. They were on guard in case predators came after their sheep. They were sitting around, probably bored. It was dead quiet, nothing happening. And then suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared in the sky, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. It must have been terrifying, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid. I'm bringing you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be the sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Just in case the shepherds didn't realize the significance of his announcement, the angel used a couple of modifiers. Good news, great joy. A Savior has been born to us. He is Christ the Lord. Why is it such good news? There's no end to the answer to that question. But right now, let's just focus on one piece of this good news. There's a line in O Holy Night that deserves to be pondered. It always touches me when I sing it. He appeared, and the soul felt its worth. Now, that's a curious thing to say, but it begins to make you think, if you stop long enough, what is the worth of my soul? We hear all the time about self-esteem and self-worth. The idea is that you ought to set your own value and set it high. But what do you base that on? Something inherent in yourself? Maybe your accomplishments? Maybe how much you're worth? Well, when people die and someone's at fault... The liability payout is usually based on the money the person would have earned as if they had lived. Is that what you are worth? A few years back, my wife Janet spent eight weeks with her mother, packing her up for a move to a senior facility. So many of her treasured possessions had to go into the estate sale. The agent kept telling them, it's not asking that sets the value, it's getting. In other words, 
it's not what you think your things are worth. It's what someone is actually willing to pay for them. That's what the appearance of Jesus tells us. It tells us what Jesus was actually willing to pay for you and me. Tells you what you're worth to him. He came to die for you. He came to buy you for himself, and the cost was his very own life. Psalm 49 tells us no one can redeem the life of another or give to God a ransom for them. The ransom for a life is costly. No payment we can make is ever enough. But the Lord could pay the price. In fact, only the Lord could pay the price, and he did. And that's how much you're worth to him. This Christmas, I pray your soul will feel its worth to Jesus, that you'll ponder the price that he paid for you. And in response, I pray that you and me will fall on our knees and give ourselves to him with all our hearts. It came upon a midnight crew that From our special album, Bill Cantos on the keyboard, playing It Came Upon the Midnight Clear on a haven today called Carols, you should know. Bill was a member of the last rendition of the Haven Quartet, and I hope you've enjoyed learning more about O Holy Night like I have. And you can enjoy carols like that, or It Came Upon a Midnight Clear, when you make a Christmas gift to Haven and ask for the Best of Christmas double CD by the Haven Quartet. We've opened our archives, 
with 32 of the finest Christmas carols recorded over the last several decades by the quartet. I want you to have this set to enjoy, even getting it by Christmas. So please, today, make your tax-deductible gift to Haven, and we're paying a little extra this week for faster shipping, so please send a little more to help cover those extra costs. Our number you can call right now is 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. You can also listen to samples from the Best of Christmas album when you go online and then make your gift there at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And a final reminder before we go, if you'd like to send the storybook called Little Pilgrim's Big Journey to a Loved One, we can still do that for you. This special book retells Pilgrim's progress for a new generation. Help a family learn more about Christ and the Christian walk in the new year. Ask about that when you call or go online and watch the video we put up. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Christmas is right around the corner. Many are making last-minute preparations, getting their house ready, the menu ready, those final gifts. It's all a living parable of when Jesus came to earth on the first Christmas in world history. As the song says, let every heart prepare him room. When the Magi finally saw him, they had made their preparations. They came looking for him. They came bearing gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, extravagant gifts, all prepared for that baby. Jesus was there. And Jesus even then was preparing to save his people. His name, Emmanuel, God with us. Christmas reminds us of his work. Prepare your heart. Receive his gift. Rejoice in his presence. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.